Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining us here today at the first episode of Bay Street Capital's newest podcast, A Vacation from Your Typical NFTs. This is Seahow speaking. I will be in charge of running our podcast channel this summer. A little bit about us. Bay Street Capital Holdings is a BIPOC-run investment advisory and management firm that commits to inspiring the next generation of diverse fund managers and entrepreneurs. We are headquartered in Palo Alto, California, with more than $86 million in assets under advisement. We aim to make hands-on sector-specific, value-add investments that are meant to outperform benchmarks. Our team prioritizes risk management, which is crucial for a time like now. For more information, feel free to take a look at our website at baystreetcapitalholdings.com. Our series will explore investment strategies, financial literacy, travel and leisure, NFTs, BIPOC leaders, etc. And we will invite guest speakers to join us in the following episodes. Touching on some basics of the financial market in our first episode. You've probably heard of the term financial markets from different places of the world, whether it be from news media or from another investor who's deeply involved in the markets. But what exactly is it? Now, at the very basic level, the financial market is a place that brings investors and borrowers together. The investors are also known as the lenders. These are the people who put their money into the pool in order to get a return. And the borrowers are made up of institutions like governments and companies. The financial markets is made up of other institutions that are called uh, the financial intermediaries. This includes banks and pension funds, mutual funds, as well as insurance companies. Some examples would be Bank of America, HSBC, JP Morgan Chase, Citigroup, Credit Suisse, and Goldman Sachs. The four main functions of the financial market is made up of the bond market, stock markets, the money market, and the derivatives market. Now, before we dig deeper into these different sub-markets, I would like to go over the general concept of risk and return. So, usually, risk and return are highly correlated. So that means the more risk that you're exposed to, the more return that you're likely to get. More risk results in higher volatility. That's why you may hear us to measure risk in terms of uh, volatility, beta, or standard deviation, all those words, they're all just measurements of risks. And now, if we're talking about risk, we might as well just talk about this very important concept of risk-free rate. Now, you've probably heard of this somewhere else, but you may ponder that, you know, what exactly is it? Now, the risk-free rate is taken as the yield of long-term government bond. This is because government bonds in most countries have a default rate of zero, meaning that you're guaranteed to receive the coupon. The risk-free rate is essentially a rate that marks the return if you make no risky investments. In other words, this is a benchmark for measuring the risk premia that you're subjected to receive. If we're looking at potential risk to return, we will see that cash and government bonds 
are among the most the least risky assets there are followed by higher yield fixed income like corporate bonds uh, then by large company shares small company shares and eventually venture capital now let's talk about different markets the equity market let's start off with that it is where stocks and shares of companies are traded and keep in mind that the equity market is not only just about public company stocks. Private equity is also part of the equity market. The stock market broadly refers to a number of exchanges and other venues in which shares of publicly held companies are, are bought and sold. A good example for these companies are Tesla, Apple, Microsoft. So if you're thinking about buying shares of stocks, companies you'd be thinking about companies like the ones I just talked about and I figured that it'd be cool to talk about what S&P 500 is so S&P is standard and poor it is a credit rating company and the S&P 500 is pretty much an index developed by standard and poor to track um, the movement of the stock of the top 500 companies in the United States next is the bond market. Now the bond market is also known as the fixed income market and it broadly describes a marketplace where investors buy debt securities that are brought to the market by either governmental entities or corporations. If we're thinking about the bond market you would think about the uh, treasury notes, you think about the government bonds, the corporate bonds and these are essentially just debt that uh, these entities issue in order to fund their projects. National governments generally use the proceeds from bonds to finance infrastructural improvements and pay down debts. Companies issue bonds to raise the capital needed to maintain operations, grow their product lines, or open new locations. Bonds tend to be a little less volatile and more conservative than stock investments. But that also means that they have lower expected returns. How does it work? If I want to participate in the bond market, what's it going to look like to me as an investor? The first step is bond origination. This is when the institutions issue the bonds. The second step, the bond is then purchased by an investor. And before the bond matures, that means before the bond gets eventually repaid, we receive coupon payments. And these coupon payments are essentially just interests that we get uh, for lending this money to the entities. But we call it coupon for some reason. And the last step is when the company repays the principal. Now, if this bond is publicly traded, there could be secondary markets involved in this. So that means we could sell these uh, bond contracts to other investors. So how could we tell just how credible a company or an entity is? How likely are they going to re repay my bond? Standard & Poor, Moody's, and Fitch are all credit rating companies that have their own scale of credit ratings. Usually AAA means that the company or the entity is very incredible. That means that it's close to zero default rate. So it's pretty safe to invest 
in these companies uh, when we're talking about bonds. Um, and then there are triple B's, triple C's, obviously a lot of other ratings between these, but these credit ratings are going to give you a pretty good idea on uh, the default rate of these companies. Okay, now let's talk about the money market. Because this is not as, I would say, uh, important as the other markets that I just mentioned, I'll just simply go over the definition. Now, the money market involves the purchase and sale of large volumes of very short-term debt products. Now, these products involve commercial paper, certificates of deposit, treasury bills, and repos, which we might get into uh, later on in the other episodes. Next is the derivative market. So a derivative is a complex type of financial security that is set between two or more parties. Traders use derivatives to access specific markets and trade different assets. The most common underlying assets for derivatives are stocks, bonds, commodities, currencies, interest rates, and market indexes. Common derivatives that we usually talk about include futures or stock options. We're going to get into this a little more later on in the other episodes. So to go back to our topic of podcast, a vacation from your typical NFTs, we have to talk about crypto and NFTs. Now this is a relatively novel concept in the financial market, and essentially what a crypto is, it's, is it's an encrypted data string that denotes a unit of currency. So you can think about, you can think about it as a type of currency, but it's not traded in the normal market. It is instead organized by a peer-to-peer -peer network called blockchain, which is a ledge of transactions. And the NFTs is basically a digital asset or uh, can be called cryptographic asset, having a unique identification code and metadata, which differentiate it from a fungible token. And in the next episode, we're going to touch on some popular NFTs, some popular NFT makers, and just more information on the asset. All right, thank you so much for spending your time with me on this very brief introduction of what the financial market is. We will dig deeper into the financial markets and financial literacy in future episodes. But for now, that concludes Bay Street's first episode of A Vacation from Your Typical NFTs podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope to see you guys next time. Peace.